Lisa. Dan is back with its highly anticipated sixth season, and fans can expect some big changes. But the big question many are asking, are you ready for the year 2000? 2000. We're back. 2002, the year, the oxygen year, famously established. Maybe this time we will we'll learn what oxygen really is. But 02, 2002, bonus bills, just like a bonus molecule. It, I guess sometimes there can be board bills where we talk about the number one yeah. hits, and now there's the bonus bills. Because you could say H2O... I've thought that was oxygen by itself, but I guess O2 can also be no, no. oxygen. H2O is not oxygen. It's it's water. It's agua. <laughs> it's fucking agua, dude. But um, I was, wouldn't know. You know, my, I was really <laughs> did great in chemistry yeah. class. <clears throat> this was a hot debate off mic. Yeah, uh, I know. L- listeners, let's, let's recreate I, it. <laughs> I, I, we, we said we were doing bonus bills O2, and I said, oh, O2, that's oxygen. This could be the oxygen it, year. That could be a fun thing. It could also be the like the year where you should be doing things, like the ought to. Isn't it like the oughts? <laughs> ought to. The year you ought <laughs> to ought, do stuff. Ought to do this. <laughs> yeah, that's better. You're right. It is better. I ought to. But no, what? what hold on. Uh-huh. You guys were trying to deny that O2 is oxygen. You're saying O by itself is oxygen. I think we're both right. I've, right Brandon, can you explain? I think you said you just looked it up. Yeah. Well, I'm still confused. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still confused because, because uh, like, then why wouldn't you say H2O2? Um, you just so wouldn't. O, o is a singular oxygen atom. O2 is a molecule made up of two oxygen atoms molecules our atmosphere is mostly o2 okay so like it's really like yes we're both right in a way it's like oxygen is just one like there there can just be one oxygen that's why they do h2o brandon i just looked it up breaking news h2o2 is a different uh, chemical compound it's hydrogen peroxide a very blue sorry a very a very pale blue liquid that is slightly more <laughs> viscous than water. Would you look at that? It's its own thing. That's why we don't it's say H two O two. Okay, it's so look at that. Thing. This is what this is what happens when you tune into Dan and Bravo. Except not this, not Dan and Bravo. <laughs> when no. you tune into the bonus, bonus bills. bills, this is what happens when you tune into Dan and Brave, the podcast that this is long oh, yeah. running podcast. Uh, very long. The long. The longest running <laughs> podcast uh, without a Wikipedia page that needs one. Uh, this is Dan and Brave presents the year two thousand two. We're all we've got the oxygen molecules. I'm presenter Brandon. Brandon two. Oh yeah, Brandon two. Yeah. Oh yeah, B two. What that? B two. Like I'm B two. Z. Yeah. Oh. Z O. Oh, that's that's, yeah, that's my molecule. Yeah. yeah, that's my molecule. Or you make the Z that, into a two as well, so it's like B. That that was one of B2 my two early two. like screen names on AIM was like B 
Z zero, you know, like yeah, yeah, but yeah. But this is the the scientific way to say her name. Yeah. No. Hi, oh, hi, everyone. I'm I'm present <laughs> I'm presenter two P two. I guess I'm P two. I think Brandon should be two Z. Uh, should be number two. Let's flip it. He, yeah, he's got the two in the name. I know it's weird that we haven't done that for the last for years since we've established presenter numbers. When was presenter numbers established? Like year two of the show? Year three? We talked. Year three we talked f- about this yeah. on an episode on the on the like, uh, five year anniversary right. power hour. Yeah, we were yeah. saying. We said it kind of established. I was a denier in Oak Burst, and then embraced it in the Zoom era. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. No, the the you know, the gag started with. One of us saying that Brandon's the leader. Like I said, Brandon's <laughs> are the leader of the show. <laughs> um, which I, I still, even though he has two in the name, I still like Brandon being the leader. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, if we ever get canceled, we could pin it on him. <laughs> he's in charge you know he oversaw it i mean he he let it he let it happen following orders though. yeah I mean, we can say he that. led he led the toxic environment i said a lot of crazy horrific stuff but brandon was in charge he let it happen he facilitated so. it yeah he facilitated is that the molecule is that the molecule for me too like me <laughs> wow that's good science nerds love that joke chemistry nerds but uh, um, presenter number two, presenter Danny here. I love bonus bills. I love this format. Mm-hmm. I love it more than board bills usually. <gasps> nah, I can't even say that's true. Controversial statement. Wow. I love the. Pre- You're gonna piss oh, a the- lot of people off of that. The I know. You know <laughs> I'm what it living is? for it. I'm fucking excited not nec- for that. Not necessarily the results, but the excited prep, for the blowback. The, the prep for the show I enjoy more. Yeah, I get to, I just listen to a yeah, lot the of prep music. Is more I don't. Fun. Yeah, it's it's especially covering the dance charts. It's mostly it's a, it, mostly songs I don't know because it's always like fifty songs. Right. But then the ones come up that I do know and I haven't heard in a long time. It's always a treat. It's always a fun prep. Forgotten that is true. songs. Yeah. So that stuff I like. The show itself, worse. I feel like, I feel like people don't <laughs> listen to it. Pro- people probably don't listen to it. Yeah. They listen to board bills, and then this one comes out, and they're like, oh, there's more. And then they probably, that's what I'm guessing happens. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, happy to be here. Happy to do it. Always. Yeah. I'm, I love, Dan's right. You get it. At us, the three of us get to be like more like, uh, museum directors or you know we're curating we're look we're sifting through all the little hits from our respective charts and we're saying this one should be isolated and respected over the others you know we get to make the final cut it's kind of fun right yeah we are we are the bill we're we're the billboard now we get to decide right. what gets we're, what gets brought to the oh top. i like that like the board of executives or the executive yeah. board or board, board yeah. of directors board of directors yeah. that's what it was yeah the billboard of directors is what we get to be on wow. this program oh yeah that's great wow <laughs> only took us you guys six, excited six, now? six years to come up huh? with that one <laughs> billboard of directors it's great <laughs> 
what what uh boards are we talking about this episode guys what, this upload what what is the what makes up the bonus bills bonus bills of are O2. all of your favorite charts that aren't the the number one charts the hot 100 or the year you know the the weekly number one charts uh i presenter b2 I uh, will be doing oh b2k b2k because we're talking well, about the 2000s That's very, very relevant for this very uh, relevant this yeah this, this, this time specifically probably this year i don't remember i think they emerged probably this year or the year before b2k that would be that's a, that's your territory also, no, um, also yours you have a hip-hop and r&b your well, yes your yes R&B. but i mean like your personal <laughs> territory um yes i mean it's his personal territory uh, and he's pissing on it (laughs) i know uh, my dad doing the rock charts (laughs) the alternate the alternative charts and the mainstream rock charts uh the r&b charts uh and then of course the christian uh charts which i think this is the last year christian i think this is the last year that it is uh not an that I, the last year that it's the only the albums retract. Um, okay. And uh, I Thank know I am not God. listening to full albums. Thank yeah. God. Thank God. <laughs> Wait, right now it's the, the album tracks you're the album charts you're looking at. Yeah, because they don't they didn't track the Ooh, singles. The so singles. I just have to I just look at the list of albums and I'm like, let me pick something because I'm not going to listen to all of this. The Lord does not like singles because he wants more. He, he wants, wants more from us, yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> probably around the same time that like a Christian singles website would would emerge. Also, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Christian probably. singles, Hot Christian like, singles, yeah, yeah. It's probably yeah. The same era. <laughs> Christian mingles, <laughs> Christian mingle, right? Yeah, Christian singles, hot. <laughs> um, love those char- those charts, Brandon. Um, yeah. So the bonus billboard charts that i'll be covering danny as always the dance club songs chart um among the longer running bonus charts in billboard it was around in the 70s it was called something else though we talked about disc it was like disco hits or something um the hot rap songs chart not to be confused with brandon's hip-hop and r&b chart different hot rap songs but as i saw this year in particular there's actually a lot of overlap um, I found one, I think, that didn't overlap with the other chart. Well, of a song that I knew. Uh, and then there's, uh, I cover international chart selection, um, where hmm. I, you know, a lot of different ways to go about this. Usually, and what I started doing last year is instead of focusing on one country, I just focus on songs that were charting and hit number one in a number of different countries. So just big songs globally. I think that's the best way to do it. Yeah, because there's a lot of big hits that for some reason aren't hitting number one in the U.S. and hitting number one everywhere else. I saw a number of examples of this in this year, so always excited to talk about that. We can debate why that's going on. Probably racism, you know. That's <laughs> that's, that's got to be number Xenophobia. one. Xenophobia, I mean, yeah, yeah. U.S. is you know classic um, for that. Although with the example I'm using, I don't. <laughs> I. Don't, I <laughs> Maybe just because it's not that good. Uh, that, that, that it's, uh, uh, there's, there's also that. Maybe every country thinks it's good. The U.S. is like, guys, this isn't good. 
guys. <laughs> Could just be as simple as that too, but we'll get there. Um, yeah, I'm sure talk, some people, all of it. some people in our country, they would probably want to change the like the hot, number one billboard number one billboard number one chart to like the American first chart. How about that, <laughs> the American first in this era, especially. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Just in 2022. Well, no, yeah. it doesn't. Well, both 2002 and both both oh two yeah, both yeah. and 22. Yeah, and 22. Yeah, like. To, yeah. America, America first chart. America first chart. Dave, Dave already covers that chart. It's the country chart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, yeah, and I covered the America first chart, like Danny, Danny just said, <laughs> aka the hot country fuckers. Uh, then I also do adult contemporary, and then I also do the hot Latin charts of 2002. And this year, especially... I'm doing a bonus thing. I am covering, uh, I'm going to talk about a song or two from the Heat Seeking chart. What is it called? The the Heat Seekers? Heat Seekers. It's the uh, albums that charted right outside of the Hot 100. Is that what it is or no? Yeah, the, yeah exactly. They're seeking heat. They're seeking to get, they're just outside the Hot right. 100, but it's an albums chart. There is a singles chart too, but. You have to pay for that access, which we, we don't not do in the bu- Not in the budget for Nana Brave yeah. Presents. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like it's like two hundred dollars a year. It's like really, it's almost something. Like, I remember like looking at. It, I was like, come on, billboard. Wow. Who's paying for that? Why are people guess, paying for billboard? I guess charts? people people in the industry. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a business, you know. So Insider information. Kind I get of. it. It's like, but yeah, the album charts available for free. Brandon did it the first year, then me, and now it's uh, Dave's turn. It's my turn. Two. As yeah. presenter number three. But uh, who wants to go first? <laughs> Anyone want to go first? Or <laughs> <laughs> probably, um, ju- probably just the same order we always do. Yeah, leader? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, yeah, I'll, k- I'll kick things off, and I'll, I'm going to... So I'm interested, because I didn't... I didn't look at Dan's chart, uh, not the dance chart. I didn't look at Dan's <laughs> rap chart. Right. Um, that's good because s- I specifically avoided songs that were on your chart. So that's, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, quite but bummer a- though. Cause this is good stuff. Stuff I love that I wanted yeah, to talk about. But there's about. not, there's not that much stuff. There's only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten songs. And, oh. <laughs> um, and that's because, you know, as we talked about in board bills, it was it's still like pretty predominantly R&B on the charts. Yeah. So you have Ashanti, Foolish, no. uh, Hot in Here. Yeah, we know Dilemma, that. Uh, and Always on Time, like predominantly yeah. dominating, oh. uh, dominating. It makes the sense. Like hip hop is dominating the mainstream charts it's would be dominating. The same songs would be dominating the hip hop charts. probably. Yes. Yes, yeah. hip hop now is mainstream. Yes. Um so uh there are Oh wait, no, that's not what I wanted to do. Um <clears throat> there are a few things that were a little less known that I was going to play, but I can't not play these two just yeah. classic. Give it yeah. to us. Give yeah. it to us. Things that we just got to hear yeah. because they're great. Yeah. And give it to us. They Define the time. Give it to us. Yeah. 
given. This uh, this was undoubtedly going to be my pick had it not been on your chart. So I'm, I'm happy we're talking about it. It's fantastic. Yeah, Missy Elliott, work it. Um, produced by Timbaland. It's so cool. It still sounds good to me, yeah. Could be, could be Timbaland's best song. It's up there. It's really good. Dave, what do you think about that take? Timbaland's best song. This one. I love this one. Uh, it's up there, yeah. yeah so, it's definitely so a Missy Elliott song, I'd say. <laughs> if it's... If it's <laughs> Best produced song. Not Timberlake. I love the Timberlake stuff, but this no, is... It is good, but this, this is, is a little yeah. bit more... Yeah. Uh, this, um, this video, freakier. if you remember, it had... Um, that the actor from she was in the cheaper by the dozen movies. Yeah, I had a lot to look of, up her oh, name. Yeah. A lot of Disney Channel Disney stuff. Channel, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I had to look up her name. Post. Her name is Allison Stoner, and I guess she like recently like did like uh, like like did the dance again like online and you know oh, like cool. did that whole stuff. But she was a really good dancer. Uh, really cool. Like all the dancing in the Missy Elliott stuff is very cool too. She's probably pretty close to like our age. Maybe a stoner? Uh, she's she's younger than us. Yeah, little, she's younger. stoner's okay. younger yeah. than us. <laughs> God, we're old. <laughs> stoner. <laughs> so yeah, famously, you reverse the lyrics. It's a very cool trick by Timbaland. I remember it was like a hot debate yeah. among amongst friends. Like, what what is she saying here? What is this? What? Yeah. Like, so it's it's yeah. the reverse of I put my thing down, flip it, and reverse and it. reverse it. And then she literally reverses it. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Clever. Yeah. I, I um yeah. okay. I <laughs> this is like stupid middle school conversations. I distinctly remember a kid in middle school saying like, "Oh no, you know what she says there? She says, is your fucking dick hard yet?'" <laughs> Yeah, that seems like such yet. a middle school right. thing. Just like, like, a, just, just like a middle school I can hear stu- that. rumor. But it was kind of close to what I you said. I, I mean, not too far away. I, yeah. I heard that what it is is if I was green, I would die. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, a rumor I heard. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's not Daba D. It's if I was green. Oh, okay. I thought it was Daba D. Okay. <laughs> That's really good. That's funny. Uh, that song blew up uh, recently on the current charts. Oh yeah, yeah. someone's sampling uh, that. Right? BB Rex Rexa is that her oh, name? Oh, is sampling blue? Sample, yeah. I'm blue. It's like a big dad song. Yeah. It might be a number one song, and uh, I don't know if it is. It's in, it's in the top five. It's a big song currently. Yeah. Is the sample of that? It, it sucks though. I really don't <laughs> like it. It's just like <laughs> right. It's yeah. It's barely oh, a change. I'm sorry. It's I thought, barely okay, a change. Yes. Yeah. I thought you were talking about work it, and no, I was I'm like, sorry. I haven't heard it, but yes. Sorry. I'm talking about I'm blue. Sorry. No, yeah, you're right. It's it's very, it's yeah. dumb. Yeah, yeah. I don't like it. Um, played it I kind of uh, like it, but it's bad. Yeah. Played, it, played it at a friend of the show, Pizzo's Wedding, <laughs> and it sucked. <laughs> the new song did, or the bl- or it, blue did? No, the new song. The new song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I'll, I'll bring uh, I'll, that I'll bring that up later, maybe on the year end show. Um, 
Okay. Uh, so yeah, that was Missy Elliott. Work it. I didn't look up actually to see if that was her first big single. Do you guys know? No, definitely no, not. We, we talked about uh, <laughs> we talked about her her uh, uh, get your freak on. I think on the show. Okay, right. Yeah, yes, I would say that's this right. is her fourth album, so I would say. Get not. your freak on was the first hit I remember. That's the first. Get one your freak on one minute, man. But she also had. Um, Gossip folks uh, is right after this. Uh, I think. The rain, though, you guys don't remember that one. Oh yep, now I remember that. Now you're that's saying that's 1997. That. Yep. Uh, well, Gossip folks is same album. That might be next year. Gossip folks, right? Um, Big song as well. Yeah, that song's great. I think it's next year though. Sorry, spoiler. Uh, um, yeah. but same album, so we could talk about it in a little bit. <laughs> But yeah, this um, this ruled. I loved. I love this song. Still love it. Like Still I said, like it. Yeah. I think it's top tier Timbaland production. TTTP. And wait, also I want to say Missy Elliott co-produced it too. So she she was instrumental in the production of all her instrumental stuff with yep. excellent uh, Timbaland. And yeah, this the, was her and yeah, biggest. Awesome. This was her biggest hit. <clears throat> Though, just looking at it now, that yeah, biggest that feels hit, right? Yeah, yes, but not her first big hit, right? Yeah, this was this peaked <laughs> at number said. two. Yes, <laughs> um, I was wondering because I couldn't remember, <laughs> and now I need a glass yeah, of water. Rain, <laughs> yeah, I forgot about the rain, super duper fly. Um, okay, so then, uh, there, yeah, no way, not gonna play an ode to hip hop. Love of my life, Erica Badu, Badu right? Featuring mm-hmm. Common. Right here, what we're gonna do is go back. Um, from the album Worldwide Underground and the movie Brown Sugar. Brown Sugar soundtrack. Love that movie. Never saw it. <clears throat> Most Deaf is a great uh, buddy. He plays a great buddy in that film. <laughs> Um, produced by Raphael Sadiq, this song. Ah. has like a different version with uh queen latifah and yeah. angie stone so this is the longer album version right here i guess i probably should have put the this is the uh, on. this was like the bonus cut so remember when i first listened to the album i was like i knew the other version before i knew this version but this is like the this is a single version oh cool yeah yeah, I went through the Badu catalog for the first time last year. Very enjoyable. Yeah, we did see her last summer. She did play this. Um, remember that? Yeah, this is very very cool. And yeah, this snuck in at the very end of the year. Uh, work it w- went up until December twenty first. This snuck in right at the end. 
December 28th, uh, getting in there, sneaking in in 2002. Any uh, sample Good. information or? Uh... Um, I don't think so on this one. Uh, there is a remix, so maybe there's some stuff there. Uh, I'll check it out, but it's a it's a cool song because she's talking about how hip hop is the love of her life. I think, right? Isn't that what the song is like? She grew up with hip hop and went through the different phases. Sorry, I was looking at the sample. Uh, yes, it samples uh, Africa Bombada. Okay. Maybe the drums. Oh, that's that's cool, Dave. And she she's always been. One of the most hip hop, you know, R and B singers, I think. Very modern in that sense. Like, yeah, she's always referencing an old school and and newer hip hop. Yeah, songs. I guess that's kind of like what the neo soul sound became is like fusing that that together and the jazzy elements too. Yeah, which definitely has its roots in hip hop. You know, with samples too. So definitely. I think, but cool. I think her particular is she's like one of the most. Yeah. Of her generation, she's like way more like doing like little samples and little like nods. Mm -hmm. Like she like will, um, what's it called? Analogly sample hip hop songs. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like she will, mean, she will like reference like she will like sing like a, a Biggie lyric in a, her song. Yeah, or, you know, mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's just very creative and just one of the best, and is just doing always doing cool stuff and, uh, yeah. So always great to have Badu featured on the show in some capacity. So that's the R&B chart. Uh, the other songs that I didn't play, uh, so there was Love You Better, LL Cool J, um, which was fucked up. Which, which was good. I enjoyed that. Yeah, fucked uh, up. Tweet, <laughs> tweet featuring oh, Missy yeah. Elliott, Oops, Oops, Oh My. Oh, great song. Really good. Yeah. Forgot, awesome forgot song. about that song. Awesome song, song. yeah. Um, and then there was uh, my shirt right over my hand. <laughs> yeah, there was a uh, lights camera action by yes. uh, Mr. Cheeks. I was oh, yeah. absolutely <laughs> going to cover that one if it wasn't on your chart too. Oh, love, love, yeah. love yeah. that song. At the time, I, I loved that song. It's a good I sample know. too. It's um, it's Kendri uh, Eddie Kendricks. Eddie Kendricks. It's Eddie Kendricks, yeah. Eddie Kendricks sample. It's so good. Yeah. I mean, like Mr. Cheeks. His name is like, Mr. Cheeks. Mr. Too. Cheeks. I know. I, I like. I I could have played both of those songs, and it would have been great too. But I didn't. I I wanted to play the. I'm talking two lights, camera, action. Big ones. <laughs> it's so it's so good. I, I love that. that. Wow. Love that song. Yeah. Yeah. So those were. I mean, and that's it. Like aside from those two and the two I played, everything else was a number one hit. So. Um. Oh no! I forgot about Oh Boy by yes. Cameron and. Oh yeah. man, that was that was the other one also on my chart. Should play that, that one. Love to Damn. talk about. You're not gonna play it. You know, oh boy, <laughs> Cameron, Joel Santana. Cameron. Damn, I think all. I think that's New York, right? Dipset, all New York. Oh guys. yeah, yeah, yeah. Big time. That's a double single. Also, I'm pretty sure. It's uh. Oh boy. Oh, is it's it? Oh boy, and then it's called The Rock. The R O C. Uh, just fire is anybody? I didn't really know that song, but but yeah, I love that song. Oh boy, yeah, big camera on year. Yeah, um, big album for him. Yeah, a lot of good stuff. That was all stuff I was listening to <laughs> all the time. 
her two bangers. We're going to need two bangers from you. Now we need some mash. Okay. <laughs> Danny's bonus charts. So we <laughs> what we've agreed upon is five tracks, five songs total to be covered. Right. Bring it up a little bit this year. I'm doing three from the dance charts and then one each from the other. Unheard charts. of. I know. Really? I know. Here's why. I cannot narrow down this dance charts. Too much great stuff. Too many right. hits. Right. Too many humongous songs from this year. <laughs> Three. <laughs> there's so many I want to talk about and discuss with you guys. A lot of good stuff. I feel like there's some of you guys are going to... Dave, you, maybe you too, Brandon, are going to be like, oh, why don't we talk about that one? I simply can't. I can't do it. You can't. Too you can't talk about them all. Can't talk about them all. There's probably like 10 I would have liked to talk about on this dance chart with you guys. Damn. Honestly. A lot of good stuff. Half of them classics. The other five stuff I don't really know that was also really good. Yeah. I had to stick with classics. We're a hit. It's a hit music show. I got to. Yeah. I got to. Listen, stick- I. I I did that. I just did the same thing. Yeah, like I, I know. played the. Yeah. There was other good stuff that I didn't know. I would love to talk about. Maybe off. Maybe after the show. Maybe I could show you guys. Ugh. I know. I know. Don't you, have time for know, that. I know. Don't you know yeah. I know. In. You don't respect me enough to, to do that. But <laughs> something I would love to do. Respect. <laughs> uh, it's a respect thing. Um, so we'll we'll do these three songs, and then I'm just gonna list a bunch of good stuff. Whether you. And I know Brandon, it's my favorite thing that I know Brandon especially <laughs> loves that I do is I just list, you know, tracks, but I have to do it. There's too, yeah, too much good you have stuff. To. Um, let's kick it off here with this song. Huge song was shocked that it wasn't a number one hit on the main Billboard chart. Should have been because it's number one in basically every other country in the world. Really? Except for the US. It was only number one in the dance chart. It's this one. Oh my God! Wow. Kylie Minogue heard this the other yeah. day. I was just thinking about this song. Massive and awesome song. Awesome song. Really can't, great production. Yeah. yeah, can't get you out of my head, Kylie Minogue. Um, one week on the dance chart, February 9th. number one in forty countries. This song, humongous hit. Kylie Minogue, Australian, one of Australia's finest. Right. Off of her eighth album, Fever, written and produced by, I think somebody we've talked about before, Kathy Dennis. Oh, yeah, ta- Kathy Dennis. She she was on the dance charts or the adult contemporary charts. She was on some chart. She, she right? also produced other stuff in this era and a little later. Like, she's uh, toxic. She produced toxic. Oh, maybe she was Bordament. She was from the Bordament uh, at some point. Oh, it might she be had a song in yes. the mix there. But wow, Kathy Dennis. Wow. Her and Rob Davis, um, written and produced by both of them. Yeah, Kathy Dennis also did Toxic. She also did I Kissed a Girl, I think. Whoa. Okay. Um, Damn But Dennis. yeah, I mean, just classic dance track. This song rules. It yeah. was Ky- Kylie Minogue's best selling US, US single since Locomotion, which we talked about on the show. And that was a huge gap right yeah 1987 yep. but she was doing a ton of stuff in between she's bigger out of the u.s out of the money. u.s yeah but this yeah. is like kind of her coming back to the u.s consciousness it, it definitely felt like that yeah like this was her return i didn't, to know, the US. Her. I didn't yeah. know her until this era really honestly same. and i was like who is this same yeah older Me lady too. i remember i 
very vividly remember at this point in time when this song came out, like like a group of like like the, the you know in seventh graders or whatever we were, like someone saying like oh like she's old like she's like she's old like like it's like weird that, and then like learning that she did locomotion and it was like oh that's weird like it's like right but right they, because we just didn't have that awareness of her so exactly. it felt like it's like oh here's this new artist but she's an older person she probably was not old at all no but like um, at the time that this song came out time, i would have guessed she was like 25 and she's a lot older than that at this time i think right i think well she was born in 68 so she was about our age like 34 33 right yeah. Okay. Um, oh, song is so good. Just so a, good. So kind of dreamy. But also, like, what a cooler sound than locomotion. You know, where she was oh, starting. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you remember. She she had a UK number one when we did the 1990s. Yes. British Bills. Mm-hmm. And it was we like. Watched, we watched a video of hers. Yeah, it was like. Yeah cheese style and this is like cutting edge and it still sounds cool today you know oh yeah she has that i never like really put together that she has like that like kind of like whispery voice that like uh like ellie goulding like kind of sounds like that you know you know what i mean like that like where you hear the accent maybe more than than typically right i like it kind of a yin yang twins style (laughs) vocal <laughs> Ying Yang Twins. Oh man, this era. They're coming I, up. I They're loved. Coming up. I loved Ying Yang Twins. Yeah, saw them live. Stay in tuned. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was great. Uh, um, classic banger. Yeah, had to. Yeah, I love it. that song. She had two songs from this album hit number one in the U.S. dance charts. The other one I was almost going to pick over this one because I love the other one. Do you guys remember the other one? It's yes um, for the first time. It's yeah. Was it called? Went from wrong to right. It was love, love at, at the first, first sight. sight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was a really good one too. Great, great song. And I was reading about that one. There's a genre coined for that song. New disco, new disco, was like a genre that I think was coined describing that song and wow. a lot of other dance hits of this era and a little later. Mm-hmm. Um. Like NU, New Disco was like a thing. Mm. Um, yeah. I think the most recent example of that, they said, was uh, I was reading about it, um, the Daft Punk album. Mm. Um, kind of New Disco. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with uh, Rogers, Nile Rogers, like that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, great song. She's just such a huge international artist. I had to include mm-hmm. it. It's like US disrespects her, I feel like. Until this came out, she was <clears throat> relevant and big. I think like everywhere else, basically. But the, and, and also, like I said, this wasn't a number one hit on the Billboard chart, only on the dance chart. It was a number one hit everywhere else. So, yeah, disrespectful. Um, okay, this next one. I'll be honest. There's better songs in this one, but this is a DBP legend. I had to include it because it's DBP yeah. legend status. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't even necessarily love this song. I just. I, th- I thought it'd be fun to talk about. <laughs> and I forgot about it. Straight up forgot yeah. about this song. Straight up forgot uh-huh. about this song. This is "Song for the Lonely" by Cher. By Cher. Yeah. One week, April sixth. It's pretty epic too. 
the chorus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listening to it, I totally forgot. I was like, oh yeah, this song, of course. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. That's nice though. It's nice what she's doing. <laughs> it's nice what she's she doing. She doesn't have to do this. You know? She she doesn't have to care about the lonely. She uh <laughs> So she well, wrote she it summer of two thousand one. Oh. And then she pivoted and tributed it to um like nine eleven people. Like she okay. said in the album liner notes, she said Song of the Lo- Song for the Lonely is dedicated to the courageous people of New York, especially the firefighters, the police, Mayor Giuliani, Governor Pataki, and my friend Liz. <laughs> my friend Liz? Yeah. Maybe she had a friend that died. I, I, I don't know. Oh, but, maybe. But, just um, really, it's just really thoughtful to make a song and then retroactively make it in, in dedicated it's to It's so funny. It's exactly what the Wikipedia <laughs> says. She, like, retroactively. she wrote it and then pivoted it after 9-11 happened. But it didn't. It, the song didn't come out till 2002, though. Uh, well, it's kind of cool. Some of those songs take on new meanings after uh, an yeah. event. I know a lot of songs that came out pre-pandemic. People were like, "This is a pandemic song now," but it wasn't. <laughs> you know? Right. <laughs> sure. It happens. Yeah. Um, um, I don't even really love that song. I just thought it'd be fun to kind of bring. Yeah, it I think it's nice. Mean, yeah, DBP nice. legend, new uh, butt rock legend, because uh, right. of the Yarl, which so oh, speak, true. I, now that it came up, I just got I got to say before I forget. So uh, I was watching some NBA League Pass the other day, and the great thing about League Pass is there's no commercials. You just see like what's going on in the stadium, right? You know, like in like or the, like all like the can like the t-shirt cannons, all that stuff. And there was a song playing at the Knicks game. And I was like, "Oh, this sounds like some fresh butt rock, like like new butt rock." <laughs> and then it was a promo for the new Bush album. So I was like, "Oh, oh wow, Bush is sticking to their butt roots, like the oh, yeah. the for, the 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 pioneers of butt." And I yeah, was, it was just, really it are. was like proof. It was like a proof of concept thing. Where I was like, "Oh wow, this is like very butt. Like who is this?" And it was Bush. It was Bush. So they very had, good. They had to provide the butt that people know and love. Yeah, True Butt Pioneer is the earliest example of it, really. Yeah. Of the full sure. butt. Of the full butt. Of the full, the full yeah, butt yeah. sound. Yeah, really. Not full bush. Yeah, Just, of the full bush sound. Full bush. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so retro- retroactive uh, tribute by Cher. <laughs> Song for the Lonely. Yeah, I just I forgot about it. I thought it would be fun to talk about. It's written by Mark Taylor, Paul Berry, and Steve Torch. Paul Bearer? Well, a Paul Bearer, written by her Paul Bearer. It's interesting you brought up Bush after uh, Cher. 9-11. Oh. Oh, because I was going to say Bush originally said like their name, they were named after like uh, pubic hair, like a bushy pubic hair. But when yeah. Bush got elected, they're like, no, we're actually named after George Bush, George W. Bush. <laughs> both good ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Both really good ideas. <laughs> okay. But so, actually, they were kind of forward thinking because of, sorry, butt rock was so big in the Bush era that like them yeah. calling themselves Bush was almost like they're looking into the future somehow. It's yeah. true. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. It's a good point. Yeah. I mean, they're, uh, 
pioneers in every sense of the word. Yeah, Bush they really in every are. Sense of the, Bush in every sense <laughs> yeah. of the word. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> great band. Great, great band. Great, great, band. Sa- great sound. <laughs> um, okay, this next one is... This is a, this is a personal Danny pick because I was obsessed okay. with this song at the time. Loved it. Thought it was the best. I, well, did I think it was the best dance song at the time? Probably. I loved it. Um, maybe maybe Daft Punk. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I was a big fan of this. Days go by. Dirty Vegas. Dirty Vegas. Yeah. yeah. Great great song. One week, June eighth. Debut single. Um, they're a group, Dave. Dirty Vegas. What? <laughs> How many people? I don't. I don't know. It just Wiki just said it was a group. I didn't oh. look deeper than that. I, I, I don't know. I would guess two two guys. Okay. It's usually two guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, Does one of them sing? That's a good question, actually. Usually not. Usually they get you know like we'll get someone it's, else. It's a featured yeah. vocalist. Yeah, I didn't didn't look that up actually. Um, so this originally came out in the UK in May 2001, became a big US radio hit after it was in a TV commercial for the Mitsubishi Eclipse, which yeah, I, I remember. Was, oh, yeah. Yeah. For, yeah, that was yeah. everywhere. Yeah. That's when the song blew I up. I had in the to US. get the car. I had to get the car after the commercial. A 2003 <laughs> Mitsubishi Eclipse. Yeah. I'm still but driving yeah. it today. But yeah, this all rules. It slaps. I love this. Well, well, Dan, you want to know part? who's in the group? I just saw this. This is funny. Go ahead. Who's in the group? Ben Harris and Paul Harris. No relation. Wait, what? They do the instruments and uh, produ- sorry, and Steve Smith on vocals. Okay, yeah, I didn't see the Ben Harris part. Yeah, I saw Steve Smith. Steve Smith on vocals, who in 2017 joined the band Squeeze. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Would you look at that? Oh, cool. He's a percussionist for that band, though, not yeah. a vocalist. No. It, uh, he this also, song also recorded. Was... Out... Sorry. No, go ahead. Dave. He also re- he also recorded and played concerts uh, <laughs> with alternate rock band Portugal the Man. I like that. It pl- in 2008, he played concerts with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It won the Grammy Award for Best Dance Recording in 2003, the, the year after. Really? Yeah, but it was already a big hit in the UK in 2001. Yeah. What do these fucking Brits know about Vegas? That's my only, you know, dig at well, that. Well, no, it's in Britain, there's a dirty Vegas. It's a different city. Dirty Vegas. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Las Vegas and dirty Vegas. Sorry. Um... Right, you think normally something comes in the UK first, and then it's new in like New Jersey or right. New York or you know whatever. But if it starts in America and then goes to UK, it's dirty. dirty. It's dirty. Yeah, it's right. dirty. Right, dirty Jacksonville. <laughs> dirty. <laughs> Jacksonville. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to think of like the most American. Dirty city. Des Moines. Yeah, dirty, yeah. yeah, dirty Long Branch. Yeah. <laughs> dirty branch. Dirty branch. <laughs> uh, classic. Yeah. Dirty Secaucus. Uh, <laughs> dirty Secaucus. I don't know. Uh, all right. So 
All right, here comes the listing portion of the show. List. Um, here's what I was closest to including on here is Hella Good by No Doubt. I oh, my God, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song. Did you pick that I, fucking stupid share song over that? I know. Nah, it's okay. I love Hella Good. Do you guys love that song as much as I do? Yeah, I, really I love, love that, that song, song too. Yeah, That's, it's it's really so great. good. Um, bam, 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 bam. Get the yeah. Billy Jean drums. <laughs> Billy Jean drums in the beginning. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go through this. Pink, get the party started. Also this year on the dance charts. I know. That's kind of early. That's earlier than I thought. Yeah. Because um, that's when she started going badass. <laughs> like she like came yeah, out she, as a badass. Before that, she yeah, was a she little bit these, more. Yeah. Like R&B. What, what, what was her other song? Yeah. Um. I don't remember what that one was. Um, all right, let me keep going. This one I thought was weird. It's, again, probably a dance remix, I would guess, but Mary J. Blige, No More Drama showed up on the dance charts. Must be the dance remix. Must be a dance remix, right? Yeah. Um, what else? Angie Stone, good song. It's called Wish I Didn't Miss You. Really yeah. good. Um, what else? Oh, this was a good song. Uh Enrique Iglesias is escape. You can run, you can hide, yeah. but you can't escape. Can escape my lo- yeah. This this one <clears throat> I think might be on one of Brandon's charts. I'm not gonna say it yet. Um I think it's on an alternative chart. Remind me when when you get to that chart, Brandon, if uh whatever, never mind. Uh, uh an Anastasia song. Remember Anastasia? She was the movie? like a yeah, like no, Disney she was she was like a wasn't Disney. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Never mind. Alan Bluth. Um, I remember her. her, Dan. I, I I do remember her, kind of. Never mind. Kylie Minogue. Did she die tragically? Oh, she might have. I don't know. Or is that the real Anastasia? <laughs> um, <laughs> Cher, a different kind of love song. Uh, there's another song by Cher. There's a Gloria Gaynor Cher. song. Gloria Gaynor? Yeah, from Gloria the, Gaynor. From the disco days. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Uh, Whitney Houston... Pretty much on a decline at this point, music wise. Yeah. What you, what you looking at? It was okay, not that good of a yeah. song. Ugh. Um, oh, but Brandon, for you, for Steve Charles, really, really wanted to include Daniel Bedingfield. Got to get through this. That was got to get through this. Damn. Oh, that was a big, was a big song. You should have put that in, maybe. Uh, yeah, that was more me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I probably should have put that one in. Yeah, classic. <laughs> also, the dance charts always have really great artist names. Like, there's a name Thick Dick. Is an artist name just <laughs> Thick, Thick Dick? Thick Dick. Allowed to do that? They're allowed to do that on the charts. Thick Dick. There's another Thick artist Dick. called Super Chumbo. Chumbo? Super, ch- Super Chumbo. Okay. Like Chumbo Wumbo? Uh, there is, <laughs> yeah, right. There's um, another Deborah Cox, same deal. Yeah. Slow song, then, da- then dance remix mm-hmm. to a better song. Well, not better. Different, but big hit called Mr. Lonely. There was a really cool song I wanted to play called The Sound of Violence. <laughs> it was awesome. I kind of want to show you guys the song by Cassius. Um, <laughs> but the other one, maybe I should have included this one instead of Cher. Die Another Day, Madonna was also on here this year. Oh, wow. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really, really bad. Coming out. Yeah, it's so. Uh, 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 uh. 
yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, probably the worst Madonna song I can think of, right? Worst Madonna yeah. hit, probably. Yeah, yeah, and song. worst Bond song, definitely worst, worst Bond, Bond song. song right? well, yeah, it's, I don't know, Sam Smith and uh, other ones. <laughs> there was a Jewel song on here. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of good stuff. Jewel. Yeah. Okay. Now you get my attention. She's usually was, folk, right? Yeah, there was a Dido song. She had song. her like oh, she had right, her, like intuition. Intuition era. Is that now? No, it was definitely because like the song that charted was a folk song, so it had to be a dance remix of it. Okay. Mm. Yeah, there. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna say the one that I really wanted to play because it's on another chart. But yeah, that's uh, that's Dance Club songs presented by Dance Tinson. Thank you, Dance. Or uh, EDM, Electronic Dan's Music. <laughs> there's, there's another one I always forget. Dan E. e? Dan, Dan e. e. Dan E. Dan E. For the drug. Yeah. I'm uh, e. <clears throat> signing out for good. I'm probably going to die. You know, they call it... Oh, okay. They call it E and they call it X. Two letters can mean the same thing. That's kind of cool. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Um, I'm Dave Cologne, usually. Usually. But when I uh, take over these charts, these side charts, auxiliary, niche charts, I adopt personas, and the first persona I will adopt will be the adult contemporary persona. Grown clone. Very dapper, very urbane persona. I cover the adult contemporary chart of 2002. Every year. (laughs) (laughs) And especially this one. uh, 2002 this year. I will say, I kind of dug what was going on in the adult contemporary world in the 90s i think that was kind of the heyday once you get to 2002 certain names come up that i'm just really not you know we Mm. like cheesy stuff but like you gotta have limits gotta have limitations and a certain person comes around this year who i I can never really get behind in any way want to guess josh groban no that's way too early no no it's not too early it's just the right time for oh, okay. 2002. Groban's on the chart. He's stinking up the fucking adult Very contemporary adult. charts. Very adult. Yeah. Yeah, it's the op- it's the <sighs> wrong side of adult contemporary. Like the 90s yes. is the sweet spot because yeah. like b- before then, it's like the music that was kind of popular in like the 70s and 80s of the sound that we like. Yeah. But the adult contemporary stuff in the 90s is a different beast than this right. that made, makes made, a lot of sense. made fun of for sure but we love it i mean we love it yeah yes. we have like, more nostalgia this is, yeah this decade yeah this is groban is more made fun of and i hate it like it's hate yeah, it yeah because it's like kind of christian right mm-hmm. almost yep. sounding and he's his his vocals are like too operatic mm-hmm. or choir style like it's not fun his vocals are not fun it's not fun it's too it's serious um, not for me, but you do get some other stuff in here that's fun. Like I could have played Vanessa Carlton a thousand miles. 
She was oh, like a yeah. kid, though. I, th- I I didn't really consider that adult contemporary because people my age were listening to it. And, and, and that was a big so, international. So yeah, that was on a lot of the international charts. A thousand miles, though, made that was the number one for the adult contemporary charts. We saw some Enrique having he actually had the biggest hit this year, um, which also charted last year. Hero. Hero. You know, really, really big song. Um, too big to, I don't want to play it, but Faith, also Faith Hill had a song called Cry. I was almost going to pick Hall and Oates with their song that came out this year and, and hit the charts, adult contemporary wise, but to kind of like, oh man, I forget the name of it, but it wasn't that good. You know, I could tell I kind of like, it was, it was probably one of the albums my dad had it would play a lot. I'm sure it was. Uh, yeah. I wanted to save, I wanted to kind of like, uh, save our, uh, love of Hall and Oates. Um, yeah, I wanted to protect them, you know, basically <laughs> if yeah. I played his song, it would have ruined their, yeah. their essence. This was like kind of a sellout track. I think Respect. like they got that skew. together. Respect. You want to skew the numbers. It's, it's, not, it's not as good. It's just not a good song. Like, why? We don't need to listen to it. What I will play is this. As Dan announced in his news segment for the Proper Bills 2002, Celine is back, bitch. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. A New Day Has Come is the album, and the song that hit number one on the AC chart is also A New Day Has Come. How appropriate for a comeback track. Yeah. yeah, I kind of like this. Oh, I don't know if I remember that. I don't kinda know if I remember Enya, this. Ethereal. This my mom had this. I remember this. And it's almost Groban-esque with the piano, but she <laughs> rises above it. Very restrained for Celine. Very pure, as always. Kind of Irish. that yeah yeah wow takes its time though okay now it's getting a little more familiar now With I feel like, acoustic yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like that's, you know, it's, it's within her, her, uh, you know, it sounds like a Celine of old, but like a little bit more updated production wise. Oh, um, that, that never gets bigger than that. It seems like that. I didn't listen far enough. It gets, it gets bigger. It, it, it gets must bigger. get bigger, but it's a long song. I mean, listen, when I picked, it was like five minutes 
plus long. So I've made there's a single version that's a little bit more, you know, getting to the point. But the album cut takes its time. So, but she's back. She's back. How how long was her get her uh, her her gap? It was like a four year. Four years, damn! Four years of no Celine. That is tragic. Um, it's just it's so funny to think about all the times like I listened to Celine Dion because my mom did, and there was so much music from then that I did buy into, but I just like at the time just did not care for it, and now I. I feel very nostalgic for it. The sound of it. Totally. Yeah. I was that way with Celine as well. Yeah. My Cicada and uh, Sade, her, my, my big ones there were like, I'm obsessed with Sade now. And at the time, yeah, couldn't give, and a, it's, sh- couldn't it's, give a shit this, at the time. <laughs> it's And again, kind of in that thing, which we've talked about that it's just, this is like the type of music that just doesn't exist anymore. Like made for adults, <laughs> like, Made by adults for adults. By adults for adults. Yeah. Um. Well, that. So I previously talked about I wanted to protect Hall Notes' image, their sound, by not playing their songs. Now this, I'm doing kind of the opposite thing with this next artist. He's done so much for us. I I have to return the favor one more time. Um, you know, it's. It's Phil. Phil Collins uh, can't uh, stop yeah. loving you. This is yeah. This is when he really starts to suck. Yeah. So like, we can't stop loving Phil. You know, just because he's even lamer and more pathetic in this period. <laughs> but I still gotta sh- shout him out. You know, show him love. From the album Testify. It's not so bad though. I kind of like it. Right? Nice chords. Oh. There's worse that he does. Oh, way worse. Yeah. Course is nah, kind of corny nah, though. Hate, hate nah, this. Hate course this. sucks. Turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> hate it. Wait a minute. Did you know? Did you know this, Dave? What's that? That this is a Leo Sayer song. Oh, is it a cover? Yeah, DBP legend Leo Sayer. No way, Leo Sayer. If I was it, wow. I can't stop dancing or. Um, Dave got got. You, I love seeing it. I love seeing Dave not having all the knowledge, especially about Phil. I did not know this. Remember this. And this I is want a, the listeners to remember this moment. Dave got got by Brandon about Phil. This is the original. What was the Leo Sayer song? Or um, on the show? Dancing, dancing. Oh yeah, right. Like what one. is that? I, I like that one. <laughs> yeah, but there was another one that me and Dave, I feel like, loved that you didn't. Yeah, there was another one. I can't remember what it was, though. It's really good. Nothing from the 70s is good. 
Oh, when I need you. Remember yeah, when I need you. Oh yeah. You. Yeah, that was another hit. Yeah. All right, Phil's is better. So the, the, listen to this. I like Phil the better. The personnel on this album, on this track right here, Greg Fillingaines, you know, like Thriller, Michael Jackson, musical director, Steve Percaro from Toto, Toto. Leland Sklar on bass. Wow, this is like powerhouse for this song. <laughs> Turn it off. I don't like it. <laughs> I, it's I, just not a great song, I think. I think I, the, I, I think just the verse, of, no, the verse is kind of nice with Phil. I, the chorus is... Yeah, I agree. So saccharine, like get the yeah, fuck out. Yeah, it, I agree. It, it's a lame chorus. Lame, but it's it's cool that like Phil, he's like lame, see lame, you know. <laughs> like he's like he, he has to honor the other yeah. lame, lame pathetic songwriters and yeah pop icons of the of the seventies uh, and eighties. That's kind of cool. I, I I like that. Throw Leo a bone. Throw Leo a bone. All right, well, that's it for uh, Grown Cologne. Throwing bones. Thank you, Grown Cologne. Um, we're we're going to. Um, you think this year was a little bit more of a like grown like G R O A N cologne? This makes me think it's only going to get worse. Yeah, I think it's only going to get more because we're 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 done. We're past the golden era of adult. We really are. It's going to be a lot of shit, I think. I hate it. I hate yeah. thing. Me too. I feel bad to for you. Charts. I feel yeah. bad for you, Dave. We're, <laughs> we're done with the good adult contemporary stuff, I think. That's my prediction. Yeah. I hope to be proven wrong. I hope there's like somebody sneaks in with a song no I forgot about, but unlikely. So you, pretty much what you just said kind of can be said, but not as negatively with the rock charts because mm-hmm. so, especially right now, so much of what is on these charts is what is what we covered in butt. Yeah, it's all butt. right. And like, it's like all butt. And this, and Peak there's like, a, there's so much butt, so many things that I was like, I'm pretty sure we played this. I don't know. There's so many songs. So uh, there was one obvious standout which appeared on both the alternative songs and mainstream uh, rock songs that uh, I said, oh, well, of course I'm going to play this uh, because. Um, because why not? Oh, Frank Ocean. Oh, hell yeah. Aerials. <laughs> System of a Down. Yes. A- it showed up on both. Oh, cool. Both. Wow. Mainstream and alternative rock charts. One of the few accessible, I guess, songs by right now, yep. right? Yeah. Yeah, this is a good one from Toxicity. Great. Yeah, really good. It's really, it's really good. <laughs> Like the, the astonishing thing about this band is he can write melodies like really yeah. freaking well. Good harmony here. I, 
I this always love like a, the Darren vocals. The the uh, yeah, his vocals are. Always, it's like sillier. Wild. Yeah, they're wild. Yeah, kind of sounds like happiness is a warm gun. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like a straight, a kind of straightforward song for them, um, but still has their personality involved. Uh, System of a Down. Yeah, this this album was a huge deal. This was this was like a big, like even though I had listened to Limp Biscuit, this was like a, a different different change of direction for me. Where I was like, oh, I didn't realize how much I would like something like this. Mm-hmm. It's less jokey, right? This one's like a little bit. Yeah. Right. A little bit this album jokey. is a lot. Yes. A lot less jokey than. And I actually didn't. I wasn't aware of like sugar at this time. I mean, like right. before this. Me neither. So yeah. I didn't know. So like I didn't know that they had that in them. Um, exactly. Yeah. I didn't, until later. Yeah, I didn't learn they were truly insane and funny also until right until maybe until the next album came out. Maybe until still this album came out. Wow. I think I heard Sugar, but just like thought it was like a single or something at one right. point. Because yeah. I remember like in, in band, like, you know, in high school, we would. Uh, well, and then. St- oh, okay, Steelers album minute. had Chicken Stew, which I was like, OK, yes. this is the crazy. OK, that's this what is- I was going to say. <laughs> and, like, then uh, is on Steal This Album, too. Yeah, yeah. It's like, but I think uh, I thought "Steal This Album" was like a because it because like remember the CD the album cover yeah. it's like a a writable disc mm-hmm. so I thought it was just like B sides I didn't know it was like an actual like no I think it is album I think it is just a bunch of older recordings of theirs that's what I thought it was I don't, I don't think um, no it was like report it, it says here it was reported as being a collection of B sides. Um, but it just they were just songs that they left out of toxicity. Oh, okay. Okay. Because it didn't fit with the vibe, which makes sense was what we were saying. Is that uh, Got it. It, it, it a little sillier. Yeah. I love Silas album. I I thought it was I loved all the tracks on it and I loved um and then they had the serious stuff too. They had Boom. Boom is a big anti-war yeah. song. That was huge. Yeah. You guys not knowing about uh System of the Downs like sillier side. It kind of reminds me of like me watching Home Alone and not noticing, like not knowing that Catherine O'Hara is like, she can be insane and funny. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm like, she's pretty funny in this, but not really. Then I watched Best in Show. I'm like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. She's hilarious. So it was kind of like that. Home Alone. Okay. Great example for the opposite too. I had no idea Joe Pesci was a serial killer, like maniac. Like, right. Scary actor. Cause I only knew him from Home Alone at the time. Right. Where exactly. he, was, he wasn't a good guy, but he wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't uh Goodfellas, <laughs> like, you know. Like I didn't was, know that like, yeah. uh, um, Mac was like a murderous kid. <laughs> like he's in the good, the good son. I, oh, I we that watched movie. that a couple years ago. Like, so <laughs> the good son. Yeah. Do you, you, if you only know one thing by an artist, you don't get their full, uh, you know, you don't you don't know their full range, and it's kind Same, of interesting you know to what? hear. Home Alone, amazing example of this, like where actors not doing their their normal, normal shtick. Yeah, the dad, the dad, asshole oh, John in a lot of movies. John, so Hurt. you you guys said like Great he's an asshole. asshole in movies. Yeah, and I remember being like, I don't know him as an asshole. He's I know him I, from Home I definitely, Alone. Yeah. yeah, I definitely saw Big and Goodfellas before Home Alone. 
Oh, I, I did. Whoa, that, you're that's fucking twisted, crazy. dude. Yeah, you're sick. You're twisted, bro. You're sick. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. No, I, I was watching Home Alone like every day for. I watched watching, a lot uh, as a yeah. kid. Yeah, it was yeah. a big one for me. But um, um, good, uh, good call, Dave. You got it. <laughs> good, good comparison. So I had, I had three songs to kind of choose from. Well, f- more than that, more than that. But some I, I just wasn't going to play left over. So just to talk about real quick some of the butt stuff that is here. Puddle of Mud, P.O.D., Chad Kroger and Josie Scott. Hero. Uh, yeah. You have to um, do Hero. Oh, wow. Hero came out the same year as Hero, basically, or a year apart. Yeah. Hero, hero and Hero, hero are A Hero part. Hero um, hit number one in Canada, obviously. Hero Canada, or Hero? Yeah. You know which one? Chad Kroger or Josie Scott? That one hit number that one. one. But did hero, the other one. hero hit number one? It hit number one on some. But wasn't that the year before? Two thousand one into two thousand two. Because like I'm on the adult contemporary chart, hero was was still number one. Mm. It hit number one somewhere else that I saw. Probably international charts. Probably one of the. I'm sure it did. Yeah. Like. Anyway. Um, anyway, sorry. Godsmack also three doors down a Nirvana song that I guess did the rights oh, came to you life. You know I'm right, right? Or you know you're right. Yeah, great yep. song actually. Yeah, good song, good song. Um, I think I talked about that on the news. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Courtney Love. So, so yeah. the the things I was gonna I had to choose from Chili Peppers. By the way, not playing it. <laughs> I like it. You don't like it? No. Come on, you like it. I don't like it. I like it. Oh, you don't? I like it. I don't like it. I don't 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 believe it. Yeah, but you like the art part. No, I don't. Waiting Uh, for... That's nice. Uh, I don't like that. That's the right song. Uh, Unwritten Law, which was I almost played, but that's like a pretty deep cut. You had mentioned them at your year-end thing. (laughs) I don't like it. Uh, Unwritten Law was like a punk band that had like more like... They became like a little more songwriter-y... Um, but nobody's gonna know what that is, and I didn't feel like playing. I've it. heard so of the name, yeah, yeah. It's 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 pretty good. Uh, so then the I had two big ones to choose from. Um, should I play? I don't know which one to play. Okay. Um, well, give us hit, give us descriptions of each, and maybe we'll do a vote. Yeah. Okay. So they're both. <laughs> okay. One is a. Uh, like a pop rock, like an old, like an old, a band's like signature song, I would say. Would we know both of these? Pro- will me and Dave know both of these songs? Yes. Okay. And this one, like we, we probably will then never talk about this band ever again. The other one is a pretty, pretty signature song for this band, but a little bit later that we've circled have talked about how we've never talked about them, but we still have not talked about them. So do you want A or B? I'm feeling... Uh, I don't know. It wasn't helpful at all. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe B? I don't know. With that description, I was say, maybe B? I was going to say A. <laughs> uh, I, no, we could do B. I don't care. I don't know. Like, What well, can you tell us what, what they are? Okay, so it's Jimmy World, The Middle, oh, okay. and Foo Fighters, All My Life. Oh. oh, okay. Those are both good. One's about eating pussy, though, so put that one. Which one's about eating <laughs> pussy? Oh, Foo Fighters. You got, did you know about that? I think no. it's actually, that's what I 
her. That's like one of the urban legends about that song. I think it might be true though. Um, oh yeah, it says Grohl has said that the song is about how he enjoys performing oral sex on women. A very fun, interesting. Respect. Yeah, let's play it. All right. Um, and I respect Foo Fighters as a band. A lot of, uh, a lot of see, I like Chili Peppers more than Foo Fighters. Oh. <laughs> Oh, no way. I, I used to. In high school, I did. In high school, I was really into Chili Peppers, but not, not no anymore. No way. <laughs> but I don't, wait, Dave, I also don't even believe you. I don't like the Foo Fighters. I, I like Foo Fighters. Yeah, but they're like so medium to me. They're, they're not chili, bad. They're, they're so chili, medium. There's Chili Pepper songs I really like. I love yeah, Stadium no, Arcadium. I was really into Stadium yeah, Arcadium. Saying, there are, there's stuff on Stadium Red, Arcadium. Red Hot like. Chili Peppers has way more lows, but they have more songs I'm interested in. This is cool. You don't like this, Dave? No, the only thing I like about it is the eating pussy part. <laughs> I like Dave Grohl. Yeah, I... They're too rock. They're like too like we're we're the we're keeping rock alive. I I don't like it. Yeah, but it's pretty original for the time, I think. Like, no, they're they're good. There's like they're they're a definition of mid for me. Like they're like not great, not bad. It's I mean, so, I don't disagree with you. So I never medium. like them as much as I want to, but I don't I don't hate them any cl- way close to as much as I hate Chili Pepper stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I but, was definitely more into uh, yeah, Queens of the Stone Age. Oh, they're better. 100%. Yeah, they're better. Yeah. Queens of the Stone Age was really cool. Yeah, this sounds really good for the time. Like I was like surprised, like listening back. It's like this sounds great. Yeah, not one of my favorites of the Foo Fighters songs, but uh, a band that we circled around in the Butt Rock series right. that we just didn't get to. Yeah, um, pretty prominent. Um, I definitely like their earlier stuff. And then like every album would have like one or two songs that I liked. Like I really like Learn to Fly at the time. Same. Learn to Fly. That's pretty good. Yeah. Very yeah. funny. Music video. Tenacious thing. And Everlong and and that stuff I like. <clears throat> so that's the rock stuff. Um Oh, they also have a song called Hero, right? Yeah, there goes my there hero. There goes yep. my hero. hero. It's, uh, He's ordinary. The football movie, right? <laughs> it was in, a, I think it was big in Varsity Blues. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think it was a big song in Varsity Blues. R.I.P. to the drummer. Very sad. Oh, yeah. That is sad. Disrespectful Davey. They're competent. They're so competent, but like it, they're like. <laughs> I think you hate how you know competent I, they are. Do you know what I'm saying? They're like, yeah, they're, yes, they're too not, respected. They're too I'll respected. Never choose to put them on. Yeah, ever. Yeah, like I'm not. Doing they're it, respected like, yeah. by default because like I, he's famous from Nirvana. Mm-hmm. And he got that, you know, bump. They have decent songs, and like he's beloved as a drummer, like and as an icon. So like, yeah. No, you're. I, I complete. I, I don't disagree with you at all. I just have. Ne- I never have any. Just like, 
ugh, fuck this, like, with them. I'm just like... Yeah, they're not a fuck this band. Um, It's very inoffensive when it's not great. It's just... Dave, you know what? You're right. Um, A better example of this is Velvet Revolver. Way better. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if Velvet Revolver is better or not. (laughs) Definitely not. Yeah, Dave, you're right. (laughs) Creed is better. Creed is better than Foo Fighters. I will 100% agree. Yeah. I've also, my, the my, my love for Creed has only any... grown. My love for Creed has only grown after doing the Butt Rock show with you guys. I love okay. Creed. Here's my here's my <laughs> here's my diss about Foo Fighters. They this is my main thing against them is that they're not risky at all. They're like we're keeping rock alive, but they're not rock and roll in spirit at all. No, that's what I don't like about them. Corporate. They're corporate, but they're good musicians, and he he's a good songwriter. It's like tone down the whole rock star thing. Like, yeah, that's my agree. Whole, you know, it's a good. T- it's a good take. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I'm not going to defend Foo Fighters. I don't need defending. <laughs> There's any band that doesn't need defending. I mean, yeah, yeah. They're, they're fine. Yeah, <laughs> I'll defend Creed all day. Defend Creed. I'll defend Scott Staff. Yeah, and his. They're more risk taking. You know, like I like that about yeah. them. Uh, look at me. That was the that was the one we didn't talk about in the Butt Rock show. That one, I don't know if it's a Scott Stapp music video or a Cream music video where it's like a video game. It was on Catatonic Use. The video, it's like a, it looks like a video game, the video. And he's like, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. All right, Brandon, are you, uh, is that it? Yep. All right. Um, so yeah, as I shared, um, just one song each from these last two charts for uh, for presenter number two, presenter Danny, because too much good dance stuff. So we're going back to uh, hip hop, but it's the hot rap songs chart, different chart than what Brandon covered. So it's me, old Danny Bastard, Wu-Tang Dan, <laughs> Big Danny Kane. <laughs> Big Danny Kane. <clears throat> Danity Kane. Yeah. What was Brandon's rock name? I, I feel like we do this every every time. He doesn't, doesn't have a name. Why I don't never. you have a name? B Rock. Rock. <laughs> Rockton. <laughs> two Two's fighters. Two's fighters. There are two's fighters. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, <laughs> so yeah, as we already established, um, Mr. Cheats. Cheeks, Lights, Camera, Action, great song. <laughs> oh Boy, Cameron, great song. Nelly Hotton here, also on this chart. Nelly and Kelly Rowland, Dilemma, also on this chart. Work It, also on this chart. So only a few songs left after that. There was Jonelle featuring Method Man, Round and Round. Didn't know it, good song. Round and um, Round. Naughty by Nature is back. Whoa. Um, with a song with 3LW, if you remember 3LW. Yeah, yeah, I do. Basically became the Cheetah Girls. Um, feels Good. The song is called right. Feels Good. Don't Worry About a Thing. No more. Um, good song. Song called No Good. No, I'm sorry. Song is called Ball and Boy. The group is called No Good. They're just called No Good. <laughs> These rappers. Uh, all good stuff. But the song I'm going to play, Smash Hit. I think we talked about it already. Have to play this one. Was surprised it didn't come up on the R&B chart because it's way more of an R&B song than it is a uh, hip-hop song. 
I need a girl. Part one. Can you guys hear it? Yeah. Loud and clear. Great song. Should just be an Usher song, but unfortunately it is a Diddy song. (laughs) Diddy, terrible rapper, as we pointed out. Yeah. No, he's fine on this one. You feel it. You feel like he's rapping for a reason on this track. But it also features Loon. Loon. Is Loon on the hook? He's a bad boy guy. He's a rapper. It feels like he's the replacement for... um, Mace. Mace. Oh, he has Mace he has left. kind of a Mace flow. He has kind of a Mace flow. Yeah. Brandon hates Mace, right? Isn't that what happened? He thought he hated Mace for a long time, and he realized he hated Diddy. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Great hook. One of the best hooks, Bowser. Redemption for Mace. At this time, didn't Mace like go to the Pash, the, the uh, what's it called, the church? Definitely, yeah. The Mace, he's a remacement. <laughs> Who sings the the the, the hook? Usher is the hook. It is Usher. Huh? I need, yeah, that's the only. I don't think Usher. What is the part two? Oh, part two. No, I don't know. I don't know if that's this year. Part two might be next year. Next year, okay. Is that is also it, Usher? Usher is not in part two. Part two He's is not Mar- right. Part two is Mario Winans. Part two is okay. genuine. Part genuine. two is uh, also Diddy. Oh. Yeah. Ding, ding. Yeah, it has a cool guitar, right? I think it's next year. I could be wrong, but... And he's talking about J-Lo, by the way. Because isn't J-Lo, like, a lookalike in the video? Oh, in part one? I think so. Or or, or one of them. That sounds... It's hey, after maybe. the breakup, he's, like, still... Which is he had, which is he had J- J-Lo, I think. Right, maybe. J-Lo's moved on and married that backup dancer last year i need a girl to make my wife someone who truly understands yeah part one and they titled it part one like knowing that a part two was coming it was titled that is cool that is foresight yeah part Um, two same year oh part two is same year oh weird it didn't no it wasn't number one anywhere it didn't do as well maybe it hits number one next year though you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. <laughs> Actually, I could tell you. Uh, right no, now. it doesn't. It doesn't. Not at all. Next year is is the year for big rapper. Oh yeah. Yeah, and oh. yeah. Two thousand three is. Wow. Won't spoil, but that's the that's whoa. a big. Uh, whoa, yeah. whoa! Big one coming. Big one coming. Two thousand three. We, we know. Wow. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at this. <laughs> I'm looking at this. Uh, we invented the remix album, and Ashanti's on it, and her song is called Unfoolish. So they remix Foolish to make oh. Unfoolish, and they have a a guest 
uh, rap verse from uh, Notorious B.I.G. Oh. Mm. Yeah, Diddy was obsessed with remixes. He was. He... That's all, all he was doing for a few years. <laughs> a little too obsessed. <laughs> no, but a lot of times the remixes are just better because they're totally different songs, as we've learned. I point. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, I don't know why even, it's weird to even call it a remix. That happened with J-Lo in particular. Yeah, that's uh, that's it for me for hot for hot rap songs. This is a great time for me to uh, reacquaint myself with my roots, my Latin roots. I go from Dave Colon to Davide X with the hot Latin charts. Uh, hot Latin's sorry, the hot Latin tracks of 2002 chart, and this is always fun. Um, some of the other hit makers I won't cover this uh, year were Shakira, big crossover artist this Huge. year. Mm-hmm. Huge. Um, <clears throat> Luis Miguel, uh, Cheyenne had a hit, a couple hits. Thalia, uh, Jennifer Pena, Enrique, of course, too. Another huge crossover artist. Usually, I think with uh, Enrique and Shakira at this point. They have an English language version and a Spanish language version of the same song. <clears throat> and the Spanish version, you know, language version charts on the, the Latin charts. So, but um, I really quickly, I, I want to make a suggestion. Um, I feel like this is a great forum to do something like that. Uh, we, you know, the three of us should get together and have a barbecue, you know, uh, maybe when it's warmer, Brandon, you can bring the burgers, Dan, you can bring the buns and I'll bring last ketchup, ah, the ketchup yeah. song. Come on. You guys remember this one? I knew you were going to play this. <laughs> you saw it. It was on. Yeah. I think, you're, I think you need to bring something in a di- to this barbecue, though. More no, than just the I, <laughs> I got the ketchup. I got the condiments. Yeah, because this was number one. This is another example, Dave, of a song that's number one in every country except the U.S. Oh, man. It, it's a humongous song. We were wrong. Song. We were fucking wrong. We were wrong. Yeah. This is a great song. Uh, I, knew, I knew you would play this. That's why. I, Brandon, I knew, you remember this I song, knew, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't know yeah. what it was called. Well, it's really called Asareje, but it just ended up being called or being known as a ketchup song because the band is called Las Ketchup. Kind of has this Bond, you know, mysterious spy vibe to it. Yeah, like a 1960s. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love the group vocals, just like doing fast unison vocals. <laughs> Surf guitar. And it's it's kind of like an interpolation of uh, rapper's delight. Oh yeah, right. 
I guess so. I always thought it was. I don't know if it's it, it, that's the inspiration or not. I can look it up, but this is super interesting. Like it's very got its own thing going on. Brandon, I know you can do the famous dance still. <laughs> Let's see. Should we do it? Uh, yeah. Ketchup song is about a young man named Diego who enters a nightclub. The DJ, a friend of Diego's, plays Diego Diego's favorite song, Rapper's Delight by Sugar Hill Gang. And Diego dances and sings along to the song, imitating the chorus with Spanish gibberish. Yeah, so I don't know. That's I think fun. I think my song was more hip hop than both of y'all's. <laughs> Yeah. And I didn't even have the hip hop chart. My guys know history too. How about that, Dan? Your guys know history. My guys know history. Hip hop continuing to uh dominate. Yeah, it's way. it's <laughs> very clever. I mean that that makes me like the song more. I, I kind of thought that was like a little bit of a reference reference, but I like that the song actually has a narrative. Yeah. Yeah. It's a story it's a story song, Dan. Yeah. Mm. yeah it's the lyric guy. I should know. <laughs> All right, that's it for Latin Charts. Signing off. That was David X. Brandon? Uh, thank you, your David final, X. Your final track? Yeah, this is, of course, the one we've all been waiting for, the Christian song of the ah, year. Yes. yes. And um, praise be. You know, I could have I just played something from the POD album because that was this year. Hell yeah. <laughs> That charted pretty high, but cool. Um, the other thing that charted was something called Wow Hits, which was like now that is what I, that's what I call music, but the worship version, <laughs> worship wow, wow hits 2003. Oh my god, wow. Um, mm-hmm. so wow I just indeed. looked at this list of names and I said, Some of these things sound familiar, I don't know what any of these songs are, but I saw. Two names, and one of them I'm going to kind of use what Dave said. I, di- I didn't think about it this way, but about Hollow Notes, where I am not going to disparage Amy Grant on this show uh, and play her singing the Lord's Prayer. Oh, no. Uh, Two on the nose. But what I will do, what I will do is play uh, one of Dan's. Favorite artist. Oh yeah, we can. I know what's coming now. Yeah. Uh, Michael W. Smith. The return. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, the my return. <laughs> the return of Michael W. Smith. Dan's. Uh, Which song was artist. that again? I don't even remember what it was called. Michael W. Smith. What show was that? <laughs> what show was that? That was the Borderman. The Borderman. Like nineteen ninety one. And it was 90? like when you were like, it was like one of those ones where I think where you were forced to submit oh, it because yeah. you didn't have enough yes. songs. Oh my god, really bad. Yeah. Um. So this song is called "Above All." It was also played at Bush's inauguration. Uh. So here we go, Michael W. Smith from his album Worship, which also charted at number one. So I guess this was a big hit. I think I played a cut from this song album uh, for Dan and Bravo, right? Oh, for like, where are they now? Yeah. Above all kings, 
place in this world was the Michael W. Smith song. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah. And weirdly, I know. I weirdly, I know this song too. I've heard this song. Stan's guy. Yeah, it's my guy. It's one of your guys. Christopher Cross. Huh. It's kind of Cross-esque. That's a religious name. There's no way to measure what Crucified. Rejected and You took the fall. Damn, I don't mind it, minus the lyrical content. I, so it, it it's a common thing that I uh, with with huh. with Christian and worship music. There's always great musicians involved, like yeah. like like and and good production and songwriting. But it's just and the best people. <laughs> yeah, the best people. Yeah, um, man, there's no like good gospel stuff coming up. I'm not listening to these albums. I'm not listening can you to listen, the full can you albums. Do your job. Minimal do your work. job. <laughs> when when the. <laughs> I was going to listen to two discs of Wow Hits 2003. <laughs> no, thank you. There's definitely good gospel stuff that you're missing out on. Play some um, gospel stuff. I I mean, okay. I, well, there is there was a Kirk Frank. I could have done Kirk Franklin, who is like a great now we're talking. gospel now we're guy. Talking. But I couldn't pass up my dear guys. No, Michael, Michael w. w. Smith. No, that was a good call. <laughs> now he's been played twice in the this season. I yeah. love that. I, I played the ninth and 11th track from the same album, <laughs> Dan and Bravo, 2001, because it came out on September 11th, this album. I uh, uh, could have also played Lifehouse. They charted on this. Ah. Lifehouse. Um, could have played Gloria Gaither, not Gloria Gaynor. <laughs> Gaither. <laughs> Gloria Gaither. <laughs> um... <laughs> So far, I think all of my Christian chart songs Dan liked, except for the lyrical content. He loved, what was it, Avalon last year? It's all good music. Always good music. <laughs> and then the, I good forget vibes. what the first year was. But um, yeah, so uh, that is the Christian album chart of the year. What's your Christian name? <laughs> Reverend, right? Reverend Duzio or Rev Brand? Yeah, Reverend Rev Brand. Yeah. All right. What's next? <laughs> B- Bishop Brandon. Bishop Brandon. Brandon. We're we're gonna need a little bit more effort. We need some. Yeah. Look, listen to all the songs. Come up with some aliases. What's going on? You should on be here? listening to at least ten of these albums <laughs> a year. <laughs> yeah. If if the chart, if the <laughs> Christian number one singles chart begins next year, I will start listening to them. Good. 
Okay, it starts next year, and holy shit, there are so many. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's probably like 50, <laughs> like the dance charts. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Oh, my God. Yeah, welcome. It's 44 <laughs> yeah. unique songs. Yep. Check them out. Oh, my God. <clears throat> I'm sure it'll be just as enjoyable Dude, as me listening to these dance songs. <laughs> <laughs> Do the Lord's work and listen to all those yep. songs. Bishop Brandon. Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. There, no, there's only three. I was That was all of the 2000s. <laughs> oh. Whoa. All right. So there's well, three songs. All right. Oh, there you sure. go. There you go. <laughs> Much easier. Nice okay. and easy. All right. All right. Thanks for that, Brandon. No effort, but we'll take it. <laughs> um, all right. So moving on to Danny's international chart selection. Uh, for 2002, don't remember if I have a name for this, actually. Global Dan? I don't know. Dan Global Dan? Dan International? I don't know. Yeah, so I usually will start at look, you know, picking one country, looking at it, and then... How about Globy Bryant? <coughs> Globy? Globy <laughs> Bryant. I, I get it. Not doing that. <laughs> For a lot of reasons. Not doing that. Globy um, Bryant. Um, what did I look at? I looked at charts. I looked at the Australia chart. <laughs> so I was going to play Kylie Minogue for this one and then focus on something else for the dance chart. I was going to do that, but turns out the song that I, I played on the dance chart for Kylie Minogue charted in Australia the year before, so ineligible. I looked at Germany. Looked at I always look at Canada. I always look at Canada. I I, I, I listen to the Canadian-specific artists. Mm-hmm. Nothing is quite hit. They're always very funny. It's very Canadian. Uh, Alanis Morissette charted in Canada. Um, like I said, Hero, Josie Scott, and Chad Kroger. Um but I, I went with this big international hit again, for some reason, didn't hit number one in the U.S., but it hit number one in Australia, Canada, Denmark, Hungary, Ireland, Netherlands, oh. New Zealand, Norway, Scotland, Sweden, Switzerland, and the U.K. Um, it's a big international hit. And it's interesting that it was a big international hit and not a bit and not as big of a US hit because it's focused around one of the biggest US artists of all time, but it's a Dutch musician that remixed it. That's why it's a big international hit. Oh yeah. Hell oh, yeah. Yeah. Ocean's Eleven, right? Yeah, so it blew up after its use in Ocean's Eleven, an American movie, but it did not hit number one anywhere in the U.S. ever on any chart. It's uh, A Little Less Conversation by Elvis Presley and Junkie XL. It's the JXL <laughs> remix. Yeah, so Junkie XL, Dutch musician um, Tom Holkenborg is his name. Who's like a big like film score guy now? Okay, cool. Um, like Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, so it's it's added emphasis to the 1968 version of the song, like the guitars, the horns, and a funk drum beat. 
It, Hulkenberg is the first artist outside of the Presley organization to receive authorization from the Presley estate to wow. remix a Presley song. Would you look at that? So this is big. This is a big yeah. deal. Big deal. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. I don't know. I thought it was just a big deal. So I thought <laughs> it's one of those songs that's just always just it's just always been there. Right. We took it for granted, maybe. But now yeah. let's let's uh, recognize how great this is. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't even realize that that junk that this was Junkie XL. It's really funny. Was this a period when Nicolas Cage was married to Lisa Marie Presley? So maybe he he's the one that like got the okay. He he convinced Lisa Marie to make this okay. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. I don't know. I don't maybe it was before the marriage. Um But yeah, I just I decided Oh no, like they one. got married this year. Spoiler for Dan and Bravo. Who did? That's my theory. Nick Cage and Lisa Marie Presley. So my theory is Nick Cage said, come on, say okay. <laughs> okay. Give it clearance. This is a great track. It's a great remix. Yeah, I wonder who had the final say. And Maybe it was her. The Presley organization. All right. So fun track, fun remix. Um, there's a current producer. I feel, I feel like it, it's very inspired by this kind of stuff. Um, Mark Ronson? Yeah. Ronson. Yeah. This is very mm-hmm. very Ronson. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um Dave pointed out in the Latin chart Shakira. I was gonna play whenever, wherever, because that song hit number one everywhere except the US and Canada and the UK and Romania. Really? It hit number one everywhere Romania? else. And <laughs> Romania, yeah. Fuck Romania. So like North America was like, nah. Even though that song was everywhere, that song was huge. It was a huge song. It yeah. must. I wonder what, like, what the peak for that is. Do you do you have the peak position for this Elvis track? Not in front. Oh no, not in, in, in the U.S. No. no, okay, not in front of me. If it hit top ten. Um, but also Scotland. Whenever, wherever, did not hit number. Did not hit number mm. one in Scotland. So mm. UK. So not wherever. <clears throat> right, not quite wherever. But <laughs> I was gonna play that because I love that song. It pe- um, the little less conversation peaked uh, at number fifty. Fifty? Holy shit! What a discrepancy! Yeah. Wow. Fifty? We didn't care about that song at all. No, it was. Wow. Xus was more into Elvis and Elvis remixes at the, at this time. <laughs> yeah. It only wait. It, it only got to number three in the UK. Dan. Um. No, it hit number one in the UK. It says it reached number three. Okay. Um, all right, <laughs> oh, wow. All right, I'm not moving on then. I'm going to show you exactly <laughs> what I found. Uh... Oh, you know what? It could be the UK dance chart, to be fair. It could be. Okay. Let me see. Hold on. Because there's two UK charts. Now, I'm looking at it. Number one, it says UK singles. It says number one, the UK singles chart. I'm looking at it. Oh, wait, wait, wait. There was another one in 2005. I'm on the song page. Yeah, there's another one. Uh, the one in 2005 hit number three. 
Oh. What? what is, oh, what so they got doing? re-released in 2005? The song was re-released as a single in the UK in 2005 uh, and reached Oceans. number three. Okay. 11, yeah. Or Ocean's 12? Or? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, 26 on Adult Top 40, number 50 on Billboard Hot 100. Yeah, the US was like, fuck this. No, you're not going to disrespect Elvis, Dutch guy, <laughs> Tom Hulkenberg. <laughs> Poland also wanted nothing to do with it. Number nine in Poland. <laughs> Nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the US is where it's the lowest numbers. Weird. weird. Yeah. It still know. hit my ears back in the day. I still remember it on the, the radio and stuff. There was this white Canadian R&B guy that I wanted to play that song so bad that I found. <laughs> but it just wasn't. What was his name? It wasn't good. Um, I can't remember. Chuck Todd. Yeah. Brian Henry. I, like, I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I, Chuck Todd. <laughs> Chuck Todd. <clears throat> All right. But yeah, that's my, inter- got, my international guy. chart. I focus um, on a Dutch remix of a fam- <laughs> very famous American artist. <laughs> very famous. Very international pick of you, Danny. <laughs> yeah. Super international. It, it was big internationally. What do you want me to tell you? And it's a Dutch remix. So there you go. Yeah. Good job. Globy. <laughs> Globy. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should have played Shakira because Dave's because. But I thought Dave was going to. That's why I didn't. Um, yeah, because it also hit number one last time. But I feel like I want to like sh- see the opposite of what you guys do. I try to go for the lesser known songs like the catch up song. Lesser oh, known, right. Or, yeah. <laughs> Lesser known <laughs> international smash song. <laughs> All right. So we're going to f- finish these charts off with two of my things. My first thing is probably my main thing. This is when Dave Cologne of the North of the Union <laughs> States tur- turned on over into Blue Jane. Davey, hot country singles of 2002 is a chart. And uh, a lot of great crap on this one. (laughs) (laughs) All the great names, all the big names hit number one on my chart. Alan Jackson with his 9-11 song, carried over from last year. Not going to play it, but a great song. Tim McGraw had a hit called The Cowboy and Me. Wish there was a cowboy in me right now. We had Toby Keith Urban. We had <laughs> Toby Keith Urban. Yeah, they should do that. No, there's but yeah, Toby had one and Urban had one. Uh uh George Strait, classic guy from like the eighties, had a hit in the two thousands. Rascal Flats starting to bubble up, become more popular. Um Toby, so I really could have went this direction, Dan. Um, you're probably upset that I didn't. Toby Keith had his boot in the ass track. Oh, yeah. The song. But we know it. We know it's funny. It's absurd. The American uh, way. Courtesy of the, the red, white, and blue. Huge song. He's like, you're not going to fuck with us. We're going to fuck with you type of track, you know? The songs I want to highlight are a little bit more gentler. Because I think we can all chill out you know we had we let's turn the the temperature down a little bit you know after 
Wait, Dave, real quick with Toby Keith. What's interesting about him is he has like songs like that. I don't think he was like a pro Bush guy, though. He wasn't. I, I don't know if he was or not. I don't think he, he was. I feel like I remember reading that. I don't think he was. I oh, he was, interesting. Uh, see, like, I, I'm, I'm just saying give, this and like this could be just completely made up, but I feel like I remember that. <laughs> like, that was like a thing. Like, I'll give Toby Keith a lot of credit. Like he hits number one a lot and all his songs sound like pretty unique. Like he's all over the map. He's pretty pop uh, influenced and has like a reggae song and like, yeah. Um, wait, can you stop sharing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're oversharing. <laughs> All right. Okay, so the songs I want to shine a light on. The first one. Um, hmm. Yeah, let's go this way. Uh, you guys know the name. You love the taste of Paisley. Now, is that more of a... Wait, I'm thinking about parsley. Okay, what is this yeah. paisley? Is that like kind of like is plaid? It a, it's in a pattern, yeah. A pattern. You love the look of paisley. <laughs> Especially when it's all over my guy, Brad. Uh, this song that hit number one this year really um, struck a chord, a couple chords, three chords with me, um, and the truth. Uh, it's called I'm Gonna Miss Her. And it's... We've all gone through heartbreak. We can all relate to this track. But I think, especially for this one, Dan, I'm going to need you to listen to the lyrics, <laughs> lyric guy. I'll try my best. It, crucial. Crucial. I'm going to miss her from the album part two. Brad Paisley. Great acoustical guitar. Well, I love her, but I love the fish. I spend all day out on this lake, and hell is all I catch. But today she met me at the door, said I would have to choose. And if I hit that fishing hole today, she'd be packing all her things and she be gone by noon Well I'm gonna miss her when I get home Okay this is Hell pretty good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not the song but the content That's pretty yeah. funny Yeah Sitting in the sun I'm sure Hell yeah. Yeah. Yo, fish is over broads, dude. Yeah, he's... <laughs> peace. Peace out, bitch. <laughs> I'm going fishing. <laughs> ripping solo there. Yeah, Jesus. he's a good guitar player, actually. I think it is him. Right? Isn't Brad plays Brad Paisley? Yeah, the, the sound makes my ears bleed. I, you know, I can't do it. But lyrical content, yeah, I got to hand it to you. Good shit. Great guitar player. Brother, I just want to be... I want to fish. Leave me alone. That's funny, right? Come on. Yeah. I thought that was funny. I'm going to miss her. So it's a right. great joke, country song. 
you know. Yeah, you think it's going to be just same old bullshit. I'm going to miss. Yeah, you. but no, it's later. Come on. He's been married to <laughs> what's her name forever. The from uh, Father of the Bride. Oh yeah. Oh what? Yes. Yeah. That's Diane him. Keaton. No, the daughter. <laughs> yeah. The bride. The bride. Oh, the bride. Yeah. Oh That's really? Right. I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Cool. Well, it must not be autobiographical, but I love it. I love no, when it they. Isn't. No, I love when it twist. It twist. <laughs> I love when it twist the the knife on you. Wait, autobiographical from whose perspective? <laughs> Brad, I'm saying like it's he probably didn't write the song about his. Oh, wife. the song. I thought it was about the movie Father of the Bride. I mean, no, <laughs> come on, man. all right so that was you know i thought a gentler track perfect for 2002 let's chill out let's not get too heated for more things happen more bad things happen um this song really touched me in a more sincere way and you're gonna hear why it's by the duo known as brooks and dunn uh, and I'm not done with this song because it's great. Although the song is called The Long Goodbye. So there is a done part in some way. Someone's done with somebody in this song. But it's called The Long Goodbye. Um, Man, great. Just check it out. You're going to love it. Kind of a great, you know, like what was missing in adult contemporary this year? This song is bringing it with that vibe. But it still has that country to hell, but like that kind of vibe too. I know they say if you love somebody, Ooh. You should set them free. Dan, I know you like it. But it sure is hard to do. Sure hard is hard to do. Right here. So I'm still in love with you. I spend each day here waiting for a miracle. It's just you and me going through the mill. I'm in up a hill. This is a long goodbye. Beautiful strings. Yeah, it really is, actually. <laughs> little gospel, too. Wow. Cool blend of... Uh, Spot, right it's like yeah i was pretty adult. impressed with that song you, that's you like give, it hit yeah sorry you give me brian mcknight vocals that's a favorite song right exactly that's that's like right right the but i mean vocals, i love i like I the vocals though kind of it's kind of a it's kind of a fun twist on like a sound we love i also really like that that like even though the production it like there's like a lot of lush things going on it's still not as like big and 
bombastic as like like the Celine production. You know, right. it's still like a very much like in keyboard sounds and yeah. like not as like big as it could be. <laughs> Love it. Uh, but I, I do I like that a lot. Yeah, that was. Are they like a, pretty good? Yeah. Are they like a duo where they like trade off? Is or is there one like writer, one singer? Like, what do you know? Don't know shit about this group. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I yeah. I wonder if they were both singing on that. I'm, I couldn't really tell. I think there were some harmonies. Oh, there's harmonies. Yeah. Right. I so I don't really know who does what in the group, but it's Kix Brooks and Ronnie Kicks? Dunn. <laughs> Kicks Brooks. Yeah, Kicks Brooks. <laughs> K-I-X. Kicks Brooks and Ronnie Dunn. And Ryan so, Dunn. <laughs> Ryan Dunn. <laughs> Ronnie Dunn. So Kicks Brooks. Yeah, great. I was really Kicks impressed first by that. Name? Come on, yeah. Kicks first name. <laughs> it's good. Really, really was uh impressed by that shit. Let's see. I can see let's see if I can find the Songwriting credit. Long goodbye. It's written by not. Oh, you know who's written by Ronan Keating, your boy Brandon. Oh, Ronan oh, yeah. Keating and Boyzone and Paul Brady. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's that's nice. That makes more. That makes sense in a weird way. Um, very cool. And then you have one more thing. Yeah. And, oh yeah, and it, you know, kind of has that Robert Altman vibe to it too. <laughs> 1973's The Long Goodbye, Dan. I know you've seen it. Nope. <laughs> Elliot Gold. Elliot right. Golding? Um, oh, Elliot. <laughs> yeah, another Ocean's Eleven connection. Um, no. Okay. So I'm also doing heat seeking a lot of what's going on in the world at this time. Heat seeking missiles, you know, <laughs> <laughs> war in Afghanistan. <laughs> oh, to you, baby. A lot of people probably like seeking heat because they're out of, you know, they're homeless or something like that. It's, it's very real. <laughs> but we're seeking heat on the sharks. <laughs> Who's coming? <laughs> Who's coming on over to the Billboard Hot 100? Who's crossing yeah. over? Now I'm also laughing thinking about <laughs> Globy, Brian. Globy? <laughs> Globy. So <laughs> I've got to write that down so I remember that next time. It's, I mean, it's Ooh. not your name. We always do a pun on our own names, but why? Why? <laughs> it's, it, why do we do that? Globy Bryant is. <laughs> okay, so next time, Globy. Yeah. So, can you explain what the Heat Seeking albums? So, like these albums again, they're like albums oh, that almost made it into yeah. the Hot 100. I wrote it chart. down last year. I got to find it. I could tell you. I'm exactly still not. What it is exactly sure what i was looking at i think are these songs that are like the peak position of the albums that are, that are on the heat seeking yeah so they are 101 that's a good question here let me let me see what i wrote down because um basically okay but there's so the thing is that there is now I, now i don't know if dan was making this up because i'm on the heat seeker songs chart Okay, maybe you maybe this is the thing that you were that you said. You can look at 
the weekly Heat Seeker song chart, but not the year-end list. No, no, no. If you try and do it, if you pick a different week in what you're looking at, Brandon, it just shows the same exact song from the beginning. Like, it doesn't... Yeah, I had trouble with it too, Brandon. So I, I think it is... Oh, it goes back own... to 2009. It, That's it. Yeah, you it, can only you, look you at can... the albums week by week. Gotcha. Albums you can look at week by week. Okay, so... The Heat Seekers Albums Chart ranks the most popular albums of the week by new or developing acts defined as those who have never appeared on the top 100 of the Billboard 200 Albums Chart or the mm. top 10 of the top R&B hip-hop albums, top country, top rock, top Latin, okay. top Christian, top gospel, as compiled by Luminate based on multi-metric consumption blending traditional album sales, Tra- oh track God. equivalent albums and streaming equivalent albums. So they had to have never been on the main billboard chart. Okay. These are not like has beens trying to come back in. Yeah. These are all like up and coming. It's the most sales and it's the highest selling high. and streaming albums of that week that have never been on the main chart before. Gotcha. Heat seeking. Okay. Missiles. Well, so there's a lot of different albums. One album that was huge on this that kept popping up week after week was John Mayer's debut album, the Room uh, for Squares thing. Uh, not gonna play it. I want is that I wanna yeah. run through I the halls of my, my high school. school. I wanna scream. I remember that also video. his body video. body is yeah. a Wonderland. Wonderland is from that oh, album. Okay. So big album. Obviously, he's a huge artist now. Um, another huge. Uh, I mean, an artist that made, I think, big Im- impact, maybe not at the time as much as later, but probably at the time too. Kia, you know, Kia, K H I A, who does my, b- my pussy. Was oh, it? yeah. Look, my pussy and my crack. That yeah, that ooh. album oh, yeah. was on this list. <laughs> I, I great, love that. Yeah. great song. Yeah. Um, But I'm going to focus on something else. This is a song by an artist. I you know, might have heard of them before, but definitely not really familiar with their work. But I was kind of surprised by what I heard because I think, although this came out in 2002, it kind of sounds like it could have came out in 2022. It's How I Do by the artist Rez. R-E-S. Rez. Or Rez. You know this one? It showed up on one of the other charts I was looking at. I can't remember which one. Okay. Check this out. What's the name of this song, Dave? It's called They Say Vision. Yeah, this was on the dance chart. It's really cool. I thought it was sounded so modern. I was like kind of blown away. It was like kind of has like a almost like a Willow vibe or definitely. I can see this being on like one of your guys, especially like top ten albums of the year. 
Yeah, this sounds like an album I covered last year. Um, yeah. Gavin, Gavin Turek. <laughs> sounds like this a little bit. So this is 2002. Cool. She's a, she's associated with like other artists uh, like Neo Soul. She, she, this song was actually co-written by Santa Gold. You can hear some of her sound in that for sure. You know what it, you uh, know what it weirdly sounds like a lot, and it, 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 I guess it kind of makes sense timing-wise. It sounds just like a song from Spring Awakening, which was written by Duncan Sheik. So like that mm. is kind of like the same kind of like era. Um, sounds very much like that. The vocals too. But that was that was cool. Yeah, I like that. Cooler than anything in Spring Awakening. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. Uh, what else do I want to say? Oh yeah, she also was collaborated with Talib Kweli. Um, great rapper. Okay, so that was the song, the main song that was like a surprise to me. I was like, "Whoa, we got we gotta play this." I have a little bonus heat seeking because I this song is important to all of us, especially one of us, and it's interesting. So I didn't really know things kind of when they they kind of played out like this. It's a, an album called Back to Then. It's by an artist that we all know, but this is their, um, they're known from, for being in a group. This is their first solo album. The song is called This Is My World. Oh, yeah. I know this You know this, Dan? Yes, I do. <laughs> Darius yes, I do. Rucker. This was in a movie too. This song, I was blown away because Darius attempted R and B first before he went country. You know what? I know the beginning of this song. Did not know this was a Darius Rucker song. I think it was in like not another teen movie or something. <laughs> really? What is it called? It's called This Is Back. My World. This Is My World. Oh, my God. Oh, Shallow How. That's it. Shallow yes. How. It's in Shallow How. That's why I know <laughs> it. Yes. <laughs> like like baffled by this yeah it's like kind of like low energy <laughs> it's so interesting because the production is like r&b but his vocals are not it's just like no. it just no. like doesn't quite fit but it's interesting because it's, it's yeah something you've never really heard from an r&b track uh per- perfect for shallow yes. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that was that was the first attempt at breaking out as a solo artist. He went the R and B route. Darius, what do you think? Pretty, pretty weird. Pretty of the time. It sounds, <laughs> it sounds very dated. Back to then. Listen to the album. Neo soul R and B. 
that song was written by was it written by D. Um, written by D. It's written by Henson, so I'm guessing that's Jim Henson, <laughs> Pelzer, Darius Rucker, and Kenna Zemetkin. Wow. Wow. Jill Scott has a. Uh... Oh yeah, I forgot. Jill Scott also like is featured on the album, and so is Snoop Dogg. Weird. Sleeping in my bed. I mean, I should have played that, but this one was like the hit. So, yeah, it kind of, kind of, a, you know, to say that he hasn't like been on the charts before a little bit of a falsity since like tweeting the blowfish, I think hit number one at one point. Right. Yeah. It is weird that that's <laughs> can still allowed to be considered heat seeker. I guess te- on a technical technically but actually it's, him it's as good a solo because artist. he's got to make it he's got to crawl his way back right yeah <laughs> there you go yeah but i i thought that was interesting you know right because it's not because he, he went full country name. later on he goes yeah. full country after this and that's all the bonus shit i got that's all and that yeah that i mean that's that's a bonus episode for you that's 2002 um the charts of the time so the next time the board bills are back, it will be the year 2003. Ooh, excited for that. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't know why. I, <laughs> I haven't looked at the songs yet. but Going from eighth grade into high <laughs> yeah, school. Big year. Where oh, we all first met. Right. Where we all, That's right. That's right. Oh, my God. So it's a big freaking year. Three is when we all. I probably didn't be Brandon until four. I don't think I met Brandon until 04, technically. I met Did we have a class together first I'm, semester? I definitely met Dan in 03. Yeah, I don't think I, I knew da- Brandon until later I, on, too. We had algebra second semester. Remember the algebra class? Are you sure it was second semester? I think it was, because you were selling me on, on band, and it was like later in the year. I feel... I don't know. I, I thought that was first semester, but I mean, who knows? Yeah. No way to know. We'll pull up the transcript. Yeah. (laughs) No way to find out. Everything was recorded. Everything was recorded. All the conversations were recorded back then. So. Yeah. On my tablet. So we'll be back to to cover that year 2003. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. We'll be back. More stuff that I'm sure we know. But as we learned, the thing is, is that as we learned in the 90s, this is about the time where things, like, even though things have started to change a little bit it's like i think this is when the really like a new era of stuff will probably really start to cook to say a new day has come you know there's always like that like kind of two-year hangover or two or three-year hangover from right the previous decade um yeah but would you say that a new day has come the quote celine dion a new day i don't has know come. i haven't heard i haven't heard the songs yet i can't say can't comment <laughs> Okay, it's just an instinct that it's just an instinct that I think that things, things are about yeah. to. Well, O three is primarily focused around one artist, and we will you know, listen. Oh to the yeah, show I know that out. artist. Yeah, I have an instinct. I know who that is. Yeah, because he was big in my home. Okay. So now I don't. Now I don't know. Uh, signing off, this is presenter Brandon of Bonus Bills, Board Bills. Uh, goodbye. See you next year.
Presenter Danny, presenter number two, goodbye. See you next year. Uh, yeah, this is the long goodbye because we probably probably won't be recording another season six episode in a long time. Right? Well, we'll talk about that off. <laughs> but it's the long goodbye like because even a week away is too much for me. I gotta <laughs> get these pods out. So I'm Dave Cologne, presenter, presenter number three. Globy. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Globy. Bye. Bye.